Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the immediate and speedy recovery of Daniel Aaron Moshe Ben Ruth, may he and all those who need a refuah Shalema experience God's mercy and God's compassion. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Leah Mitchell Basak of Yosef, Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yochamil Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week is a double Torah portion, Parshas Fayakal and Pekudi, and we end off the second book of the Torah, Sefer Shemais. Our Parsha begins with Moshe descending from Mount Sinai with the second set of Luchas. He did so only after successfully obtaining forgiveness from Hashem for the sin of the golden calf. He gathered the Jewish nation to teach them the intricate laws of the construction of the Mishkan. The Torah portion then goes through the construction of the Mishkan and all of its components from the beams and sockets that comprise the wall to the priestly garments worn during their service. Once completed, Hashem instructed Moshe Rabbeinu to assemble the Mishkan and purify all of its vessels and prepare them for service. Moshe Rabbeinu then anointed his brother Aaron as the high priest and his four sons as regular priests to perform all the daily tasks in the Mishkan. Once God's presence rested upon the Mishkan, no one, including Moshe Rabbeinu, was allowed to enter the Mishkan except for the Kohenim, except for the priests. However, a question comes to mind. The Parshu reiterates who the foremen, who the supervisors were for the construction of the Mishkan. Betzalel from the tribe of Yehuda was the main superintendent, and his assistant was Eliav from the tribe of Dan. The Pasuk writes about Betzalel, Ve'emala uvadas. And God endowed and embedded in Betzalel a divine spirit of skill, ability, and knowledge. And about Aliyah, it says the same thing. And Hashem embedded with them the wisdom of the heart. But why did God need to bestow upon Betzalel and Aliyah the divine spirit and wisdom of the heart to build a Mishkan? Why is it necessary for them to have these divine elements to building a physical home for God? The Ibn Ezra, Rev. Avram ben Meir Ibn Ezra, gives a simple explanation. He answers that Patsal and Aliyah had to oversee the building and assembly of the Mishkan and all of its intricate and detailed components. They had to review and inspect each vessel before assembling them. The Ibn Ezra explains that God bestowed upon Patsal and Aliyah the divine knowledge of exactly how each and every vessel and every component had to be like, without even seeing them. They created every part precisely how God desired it to be. However, the Orachim HaKadosh, Rav Chaim Ibn Attar, a Moroccan commentary and Kabbalist, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that the Divine Spirit bestowed upon them was the ability to transmit and pass on their wisdom. But Saul and Leav weren't just master craftsmen, but great instructors as well, and they can transmit all of their knowledge to other people to help build the Mishkan. With the Divine Spirit, they can transmit and accurately convey precisely what God intended for His home in this physical world. The Yorachai Makadish continues that having immense wisdom is a great gift, but an even greater gift is the ability to share it with others. Betzalel and Aliyah convey their knowledge similar to the level of Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest teacher. 
when Moshe spoke, people of all ages were able to understand every single word. He conveyed his knowledge and wisdom in a manner befitting his unique and special title. The Orach HaMakadosh's explanation is ever more relevant as we quickly approach Pesach, the holiday of freedom. The primary purpose of the Pesach Seder is to teach our children our history, the story of Yitzhak the story of Exodus. How we were once slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt, but God, with great fanfare, marched us out of Egypt to be His people, to be His nation. We must convey that to our children, the hardships of our slavery and the greatness of our freedom. The mitzvah of the Seder night is to pass on the experience with all of its emotions to our children who will keep it alive for the next generation. In our daily life, it is imperative that we realize that we each have so much to share with the entire world. Whether it is our knowledge on a subject or a feeling about an experience, we have something to give and to provide to the universe. Even if we are more reserved or timid, our knowledge, wisdom, and experience are necessary for the world's survival. Hence, we must seek the proper outlet to express and reveal the unique light that shines brightly in our soul. I will conclude by reading from the Haggadah of Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. Judaism belongs to the human conversation, and we must take the trouble to share our ideas with others, and let others share their ideas with us. Have a great weekend and a good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.